There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast dedicated to chatting about stuff that matters, real talk and lols. I'm your host, Belle Crawford. Thank you so much for joining me. On the show today, we're introducing a new feature to the mix. All our other content will remain as well. While all of our conversations are like chatting with friends, this will emulate what happens in our group chats with the gals. Today on the show, my beautiful, funny and clever baby sister, Francesca Rose Crawford, very formal. We chat about the stuff we're all experiencing at the moment, anxiety, self-care, feeling stuck, Our dopamine hit lockdown shopping we're all doing. I low-key bought a bag at 3am just to cheer myself up a few weeks back. And social media and also some recommendations for you. A quick reminder before we get into it, we're an independent podcast and you can support us to be able to keep making free content for you by making sure you hit follow on your podcast app to make sure you're subscribed. We're on all of them. Turn on automatic downloads on Apple, leave a five-star rating and write us a glowing review if you're enjoying listening keep up with and follow us at self love club podcast on instagram where you can watch videos of this chat and others let's get into it enjoy good morning san diego <laughs> <laughs> hello francesca i don't know what not to call you my little bubby sister i've got so many names for you well, francesca rose we call you chica rose which is one of your nicknames you yeah. get called frankie a bit what are you uh what are you going to be called on the pod mate you can just call me whatever you'd like. You're my sister, so you're entitled to call me any nickname. Oh, no, so like you choose as well. Yeah. Maybe just Francesca then. So, welcome to the podcast. We're going to, we're doing Thanks a new. For having me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> little sister chat. So, how's everything going? Obviously, at the moment of recording, we're in different levels of lockdown in New Zealand. The, where you live, where I normally live, currently, you're at the strictest level of lockdown, and hopefully mm-hmm. that'll ease soon. So, how you been, mate? It's been. Hard yoga um, for everyone. Yeah, day day thirty three in prison, so that's okay. Um, <laughs> it's been all right. The first couple of weeks, I kind of struggled a bit because it's just the adjustment of having you know complete freedom to having not a lot of freedom at all. The last couple of weeks have been a bit better, keeping busy. So yeah, just kind of ready to ready to level down. Hopefully, this coming week and and get life back to normal. But yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's been okay. Good mate, because it's, it's so hard for everyone. And I, I even have posted some memes lately, and people like respond back to them that you know it's like oh meltdowns. Is anyone else having these on high rotate right now? Mm. And a hundred percent of people, like no matter what, Absolutely. everyone's having days where it's just great or, you know, as great as it can be. Yeah. And then the next day you're like, oh, you know, I'm getting voice notes yeah. or calls from friends and everyone's having a rough time. And so in some ways, at least we know that we're all going through it together and we can have a lull about yeah, even though it's not funny, but you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. Mm. yeah it's yeah, kind yeah. of one of the only times the country is kind of fully unified in the same like pain and suffering, which is like kind of sad but nice at the yeah, same yeah. time. It's like we're yeah. we're, we're just connect, we're searching for that community and that connection. Hey. So you've, you've had a little you've had a few things going on. You've got some hives, mate. What's going on with those? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hives. So for those of you that don't know what hives are, they're essentially chicken pox for adults. Um so <laughs> I um started getting a few a few spots on my my body last week and I was a bit a bit stressed and then did a bit of googling and I mean they could be from anything I talked to my doctor it could be from stress it could be from the dog that lives at our house I'm not quite sure what gave me them it's a little reaction so yeah before I'd seen it I was like are they on your face like like where are they mate what? no no they're um I mean they're they're all over my torso they're on my um on my chest um so it's a rash right backside they're like <laughs> they're kind of like mosquito bites oh. but they're like all over your body but luckily they didn't make my face um <laughs> which I'm pretty pretty grateful for. And luckily we're in lockdown, so I don't have to be out and about covered in like what, what looks like leprosy, really. But, um, what do you put on that's them? Okay. <laughs> I take like a lot of antihistamines um, and then I have to put on something called pine tarsal, which is what you put on children with chicken pox. So, oh, and I have a yeah. memory of you when you were little and you were, because my sister's six years younger than me, so I remember you were covered in your cute little face. Yeah, it's like photos we have of you in the bath and you were like honestly covered in chicken pox. So yeah. Yeah, I got them badly and I've got the hives badly too. So you poor yeah, thing. that's all right. They're feeling better. So fingers crossed they're gone the next few days and I haven't scarred myself from scratching but yeah live laugh love and lockdown hey it's like oh what, Literally, yeah. what else can what, we get what else could go wrong yeah. yeah come at me honestly and you started a new job too so yeah tell us about what you yeah. studied and what you have been doing um so i studied a bachelor of architecture at vic and then i did my master's in landscape architecture um which is more kind of in the urban design space so that was a five-year degree um, all up. And I finished last year right before the first lockdown in New Zealand. Um, I kind of initially in my head planned on maybe working part-time and just chilling out for a bit, maybe going to live with our dad and Oz and just kind of, I don't know, do a bit of freelance. But then obviously COVID kicked off. Mm. And my current work, um, who are a financial markets provider, really good, really good company, um, offered me a full-time job and even though it's not the industry I'd planned on going into I was like hey it's it's locked down there's no jobs um it was kind of the right move went into went into a team uh, retail trading desk so share trading for those of you that are into stocks and crypto um, yeah <laughs> but, um we don't do crypto but yeah share, share market um and so worked there for about 18 months and then they um moved me up to Auckland in um, October last year so that was really cool because it was always my plan to come up to Auckland while I was in New Zealand and, and explore the, I guess there's just more jobs in the industry I'm interested in up here. Um, and then recently landed a job I'm really happy about. So yeah. uh, I'm now, yeah, now two weeks into being a project manager for a property group. So they do, you know, all sorts of, you know, um, commercial, retail, schools, like any, any project you can kind of imagine they're onto it. So that's my job now, which is really awesome because it kind of aligns with what I want to do longer term with my life. So yeah. Um, What's your dream? Yeah, new job? chapter. Got a few dreams, you know. You <laughs> got to dream big. Um, <laughs> in the corporate sense, in terms of like the nine to five hustle, my dream would be being like a, a director of like a property group, and a property group with like a sustainable ethos. So like all the buildings you're designing are using sustainable materials and practices and waste management and stuff. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, so that's essentially being a property developer, um, but with a twist. And then. Two other side things that I've always kind of had in my head would be to 
probably not on my own because I'm not like a scientist, but to work in a team to come up with a um, sustainable insulation material for housing. Because at the moment, all of our materials we use are really like bad for the environment. And so when you're demoing buildings, you've got all this toxic material. So I think that'd be quite cool. And then another completely unrelated thing I've always wanted to do is just open, like when I'm older, like a kind of bougie, a bougie retired mum. Yeah. I've always wanted to have like um, a really nice retail boutique. So kind of like something like Cheetah, but with like more clothes. Oh, um, yeah. And just like, I just get to like pickle the perfumes and like pickle the linens oh, and like yes. that's where I just, that's where I kind of work my last, you know, five years or so of work. So yeah, yeah there's, there's a few things to do. That's a great yeah. dream. And it's so wild when I think everyone will relate to this when they see their siblings or younger people they know like doing you're doing boss stuff man like that's you're on a yeah. you're like in a very male dominated space you've you know yeah, even at, yeah mm. and like you've studied so hard I mean I know that you guys joked about architecture being called architecture like it was we watched yeah. you work so hard and it was just so many yeah. years of relentless projects mm. and you're so clever I'm so proud of you thank you no back at you yeah, yeah. no I love it it's so funny seeing your little bubby sister doing wild stuff because you, you're such a funny little you're such a funny clever kid but like then seeing you you know working in property development and like now going to be on site yeah. and stuff I'm like that is some boss energy it's yeah. very cool yeah yeah, that is, some, that is some girl boss energy I did request if I could get a, um, a light pink hard hat and they said they'd see what they can do so that's good so hopefully they how hopefully you, they get me a cute hard hat <laughs> how do you find it because I mean obviously any industry but I mean you're really good mm. at navigating and, and working in those spaces you were so good mm. at even trading and like just smashed it you know mm. being a strong yeah, woman mean, in those spaces yeah obviously I'm new to the the project management space and I haven't actually had a day in the office yet so I'll see what that's like when yeah. I start I'm, I'd imagine it'll be a really great it's a great firm so I'm, I imagine the culture's good um at my old job very male dominated in financial markets but the cool thing was there were a lot of females and like kind of director roles and stuff so you kind of had like a lot of boss women um leading from the top and then a lot of women my age you know girls in their 20s who were just doing super well but um I think for me I'm quite lucky because I'm a girl's girl for sure but I do get along with guys I'm super sporty I watch a lot of sports so I kind of always have that banter with the men which I think helps yeah there are a few moments where you kind of you kind of get your back up a bit being a girl in those um those industries, but you just kind of can't let it outwardly appear that it's bothering you. Yeah. I think um, the best approach is just to be confident, have your head held high, obviously speak up if you need to, but um, I think, yeah, just be confident. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I also go by Frankie at work, um, and that's actually a, it's, um, something I decided because it's more of a male's, male hybrid name. And I thought if I went by Frankie, that might automatically give me a little bit more respect from, from clients. Smart, um, yeah. I have quite a deep voice on the phone, so I was like, maybe they'll think I'm a guy. Um, <laughs> so that was actually that was actually a strategic move from me um, to go by Frankie in the working industry. And I'll do the same um, in my new job as well, because I just think it's a little trick that might help me out. Yeah. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So like a lot of people right now, I mean, the last year and a half, everyone has been working yeah. from home and you've started a new job in your chosen field of what you're yeah. trying to do. How's that going? It's all right. I mean, I'm luckily they've given me a mentor who's really cool. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm speaking with him every day and he's, you know, showing me the ropes, but it's hard not having like any work buddies because mm. at my last work, I had a lot of really good friends and I'm obviously still chatting to them, even though I don't work there anymore, but it's just nice to have that, um, 
that kind of banter throughout the day. It kind of keeps you going. And so I think that's probably the thing I'm missing is just the human human interaction, yeah. um, which obviously I'll be able to meet the rest of my colleagues. Aside from that, it's okay. It's just, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a people's person. I'm very much an extrovert. So I'm missing the, the people side of work at the moment for yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's, yeah, a lot of people mm. will relate with that. And, and again, like starting a new job where you haven't even been into that office and then, yeah. you know, you're yeah. in your bedroom doing everything. Yeah. But I'm sure like with the way of everything, people are quite understanding of that. They've got to be like, well, poor, absolutely. Poor Frankie, and that's what they, you know? said. They, kind of, they kind of said to me, they were like, take it easy, don't stress out. It was funny. The first three days I was sitting there and I was like, what even is my job? Like, I was like, I was like Googling like what do project managers do? And like, <laughs> luckily, like a few days in, you know, they've got you on some, yeah. some projects. But how have you been keeping yourself busy? Obviously, you're still working full time. What have you been yep. up to? What have you been What have you been doing to pass the time? Yeah. So working, working on the, you know, the, the corporate grind that keeps you busy. But um, aside from that, I'm a pretty hyperactive person, as you'd know. <laughs> so I make sure I, I exercise as much as possible. So I've um, been running a bit, doing some Pilates, um, like just playing football, just like smashing the ball in the garden. Um, got a few golf clubs. So yeah. a bit of putting, a bit of chipping down at the field, trying not to try to hit anyone but yeah just whatever I can to kind of burn burn some energy so I can hopefully sleep yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah there's like a meme when it's like you lie down to sleep at night when you've burnt like two calories the whole day because you're just sitting in your room not <laughs> yeah, doing literally. anything yeah. yeah I think it's just good to get outside and get fresh air and, mm. and, and move your body when um when we're kind of locked up like this yeah yeah well people are yeah. a lot of time spending their day in one room sleeping in one room yep. and there's people that have spent like the last year year and a half doing that so that's full yeah. on yeah yeah, and, it's not good for your mental health. Yeah, yeah, so good on you. It was cool that um, sorry, my boyfriend uh, he bought you some golf clubs. Mm. You've been a little bit spoiled yeah, by him did. and his mate who uh, who um, yeah. one of his friends works for a company that has uh, golf clubs that like pros like pro pros would yeah. have been using like six months ago. Yeah. Like Lydia Cole would be. So yeah, that's pretty cool to yeah. see. You got some nice. Yeah, super generous. So yeah. I actually got gifted by um by Annabelle's boyfriend a nice driver, which I can't use in lockdown because I'd probably. <laughs> you know, smash the house, but um, I've been given a driver and um, and a really nice tailor-made putter as well. So that's cool. Um, and then he's he's lent me his um, his old set of irons for those of you that are golf golf equipped. So um, yeah, I've got a full set of clubs right now. So that's been, yeah. that's been fun to play around. I have cracked yeah. up when I've called you over the time and have you, you've been, just been playing with, the, did you have other balls or something? I don't know. I just remember you always playing yeah. with stuff. What got, have you got? Um, I got, um, I can show stuff on camera, right? On yeah, the yeah. I got um an auto putt machine. Um, <laughs> you might have noticed this from your maybe your granddad's garage. Um, so what you do is is you hit the ball in it, and this little thing sticks it back out and shoots the ball back to you. Yeah. Um, we've got a whole we've got a whole basket of balls here. Um, so that has been keeping me entertained. So yeah, good. We got the auto putt, so and then I've got a new a new club on the way. Actually, it's coming over from Melbourne. So oh. yeah, all things off here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're all into it. Speaking you know? of uh, shopping, I feel like a lot of us mm. are looking for that serotonin hit. You know, we're just absolutely. And when you just sort of feel a little bit naughty because you're like these purchases. Just, I mean, a lot of time it's things you need, so you justify it. Yep, but like yep. you know, when stuff keeps turning up and you're like, oh, that's right, that's that serotonin hit I needed that time. <coughs> I even bought. They haven't arrived yet but I bought a bag at 3am because I was feeling like crap and I couldn't sleep really that week and so I just randomly yeah. bought this bag and it <laughs> to make me feel better it's so silly but I guess we're all doing it right 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, I've definitely um, got a lot of probably things I didn't need, um, <laughs> but that's okay. A few necessities, like, yeah. you know, contact lenses and, and, and skincare, but I definitely, um, I, can, I can lift through a few things yeah. that I've um, it's like, treated myself to. Yeah, it's like sending um, yourself just, a package, hey? I'm just telling myself that they're presents for getting a new job, so it kind of justifies it. <laughs> so um, I'll, start, I'll start with my new sneakers for the Ooh. sneakerheads out there. I got a pair of um, New Balance 550s, so they're quite like a techie sneaker. They're kind of like the the cool dad sneaker. So if oh, you yeah. Google those, you'll, you'll probably see them trending on TikTok. They're on the rise. So <laughs> I, had to, I had to order those off like a um, like a sneaker swap and buy website oh, in the God. States because they're like sold out everywhere. So I'll get those in probably a month. I also got <laughs> some, um, I don't know how you say it. Is it Alice May or Elias May? Yeah, I, I don't know, but I've, I'm not got, sure. I've got some of their sandals, the ones that I've been yeah, wearing. Yeah, so I got some sandals. Yeah, mm. I've got the ones people might have seen. I've been wearing them with the fluff. I wore them in winter and everyone's like, I hope your feet aren't freezing. I'm like, they're fluffy, they're warm, but yeah, so they're I, I can show you mine. really mine cool are, sandals. One of the summer ones, they're like um, yeah, they're genuine nice. leather. Really comfortable. I actually wore them on like a stroll yesterday. So comfortable. Yeah. So those would be good for Auckland. Um, I've got Azara and Glasson's order on the way, classic. As we mentioned, lots of golf stuff. Slowly spending all my money on um on golf things. <laughs> you need to read your message because yeah. he's he's actually ordered you something else online. He's trying to he wants to drop it off. Oh, to a you. golf bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that'd be good because all the golf clubs are loose in the room right now. I think that's all. all oh, yeah, and I also got some um whew, something a little bit bougie. Oh. I ordered myself some um some RM Williams boots. Yeah. So we'll, um, we'll talk through this. Yeah. So basically, Francesca's yeah. now in project management. And so you're going to have to go on site. And we were cracking up in our yeah. family group chat because, you know, she's like got this ID card with, you know, going to be on the on the, safe ID. on the site with all the lads. And then, um, you, yeah. and then you were trying to find the boots and we were having some lols about it. And I was like, yeah, go fashion, get some Balenciaga doll. And my brother's like, it's not a fashion yeah, yeah. show. And There's we're like, some ugly, some ugly work boots you still there. want to look cute. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So All what the did hot you get? Tradies, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got a pair of um, they're called the Millicent boot. Um, so they're like a, a woman's RM boot, and they're they're beautiful. Like Ooh. they're black, they're really sleek. They've got a pointed toe. They're very expensive, but um, hey, they're boots you have for life. You know, yeah, you, yeah. You get them, you get them resold, and you know, <laughs> you, you pass them down to your kids. So they take about six weeks to arrive because they'll be getting crafted in Australia Ooh. as we speak, and um, re- in, in South Adelaide, I believe. You so, really have um, gone bougie, haven't you? But Look, I totally yeah. support this because you know if you're gonna do things fashion chic, I'm all about it. And look, you're yeah. gonna they're gonna do the job, and you're gonna look great while you're doing it. So that's awesome. Absolutely, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look super cute on site, um, <laughs> and, and 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 be safe, which is you know yeah. which is what matters. Now, um, I'm looking forward to them arriving, but I'm on a bit of a shopping block yeah, now because yeah. I. Um, I've gone a bit crazy, so yeah. Um, But I mean, the good thing about lockdown is you're not spending money on going out, and then level four, you can't even buy takeaways, so you kind of do save save more money than you think bar the shopping. Yeah, Mm. and it's one of those times where it's conflicting as well because a lot of people might be on the wage subsidy or having a pay cut, or people are being careful with money, and so I'm always mindful of that too. But then it's like, but then you just need a little treaty to cheer you up, so then you just keep doing it because it like literally. I think my mindset with that is I don't share my shopping on social media like Instagram, but like I'd share it on Snapchat with my close friends who I know um, are working and things. So like I'd be mindful not to share that with people that aren't working, but I can you know make a silly 
Snapchat of me unboxing my clothes with an American accent to my friends, you know? Um, <laughs> so that, that's kind of what I do when my packages arrive. Um, but yeah, I tend, tend I to I want to see them. Like, I don't really yeah. use Snapchat anymore, You don't though. use Snapchat, yeah. I, I save them, so I'll send them to you. My yeah. Snapchat, I used to use it when at first. I kind of move with the apps a bit, and, like, Snapchat yeah. was when Snapchat blew up, and then, I mean, it was obviously years before when everyone was sending filthy pics to each other. And then when I was on uh, a day oh. show, and, and then, like, then my, my Snapchat audience was, like, huge. Mm. It was usually just dudes. So it was just usually, yeah. like, tradies. I remember, I remember and, that. Yeah. And I had to turn my um receiving messages on because I'd just get sent so many dick pics. Like, it was terrible. <laughs> Literally, the first day I made it uh, public, I got, like, 20 dick pics in, like, half I've never an been hour. sent a dick pic. Um, oh. Fingers crossed. I never it's do. It's not fun. Like, I mean, some people find it funny, especially if it's, like, your boyfriend. Yeah. That's totally fine. But when it's a random stranger dick that <laughs> yeah, listens to you on like the radio, it's really weird. You're like, some yeah. people would find that good. But I was like, I'm not here for this. I'm here to be a radio no. announcer, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not a big Snapchat user. I think I use it more in lockdown because it's just an easy way to stay connected with your mates and kind of, you know, send TikToks to each other yeah. and just banter. But in terms of like, yeah, day-to-day life, I'm usually on Instagram, Messenger, those sort of things. Yeah. yeah. So most mm. of us, when I've put it out there on my Insta, like, what have you been buying? Because we're all doing it. And again, I'm very mindful mm. of like, I don't want to show stuff I have because I understand yeah. what it's like. Like, I'm very mindful of that stuff, which I kind of kind of conflicts with what Instagram's mm. about sometimes. So I do find that Absolutely. tricky because it's like it is a mm. it is a look at what I have platform, but that's the opposite of what I am about. And like you I, yeah. also know what it's like to be between jobs and yeah. you know, kind of not knowing where the next paycheck's coming from, yeah. so you can actually relate to that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of us have hustled, yeah. and I mean, I've always worked, and I know how to provide for myself, and I'm fine. But I think working in mm. radio as well, and even where we grew up, yeah. I've always I think it's just some people as well. Some of us are just more like that. And it's not like being a love me thing, but I understand real New Zealanders and I understand how people live through my job, like who the people I talk to on my radio career. And Mm. so I kind of, I just understand. I think now you're seeing not only influencers doing it, but everyone. So it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, yeah. And it's all good. Like you should be able to do that, but I think for some people, I'm just mindful that there's solo mums or people that have lost their jobs and I don't want to be like, look what I Mm. have and you don't. That's like one of my, against what I'm about. So it's a tricky one when I, when I wear something and everyone, and of course I just need to overthink it, but you know, I will share stuff sometimes because people love it when I share stuff. So it's like that catch 22 really, you know? And people like to know where things are from. Like, I've even noticed on TikTok when someone will do, like, a clothing haul and people will get really annoyed in the comments if the creator doesn't share, like, where the clothes are from. Yeah. Whereas if they do share it, they're like, thank you for sharing. So yeah. people, we, we, we have this consumeristic mindset where we want to know dark persons, you know, getting their clothes from. So it's a tricky one because it's a part of being, I guess, in the public eye, right, that people are going to want to know what you're wearing and where your makeup's from but then also you don't want to kind of throw it in their face if it's expensive yeah but I think also you need to not overthink it so much like if you're a good yeah, person absolutely. that's mindful then it's okay to I think I, I have to tell myself I'm like stop overthinking it it's an app absolutely yeah. you don't all have to be activists and like martyrs you know like we're just people no, and like yeah, it's, it's my Instagram yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a tricky yeah. it's very tricky I, I can't imagine doing that like I mean I've only got my friends essentially following me and I even stress about some of the content I post because you just you just overthink it yeah. Um, when you have like a, a decent amount of, like, I don't know, heaps of followers, but like a decent no. amount for someone that's not famous. That's You're just a- kind of quite mindful. Like, even something slightly political, I always worry about. Like, if I'm posting something about, like, I don't know, like BLM or like Today I'm Moldy, like, I want to share, like, 
my support and you know being an ally for the things I believe in but I I always wonder if I look tokenistic or you know even to my friends so um it's something that I think everyone questions even people that aren't influencers yeah yeah you're so right I think that's exactly it everyone's sort of become not influencers well you are you know matters your platform size you've got people that follow you want to know what you're up to what are you what are you wearing where are you going and and I think yeah yeah, we are in that time where it's an app and we're all overthinking what we're doing and it is good that people are mindful because a lot of people aren't and then they get cancelled and political opinions are really a really tough one I think online yeah remember when Mm. you used to want to be prime minister (laughs) when you were (laughs) when you were a little kid didn't you just want to be the prime minister no as a kid, it was when I was a teenager, I really kind of, because I'm super argumentative, as you know, and like quite opinionated. And I kind of thought, and teachers said, you should go into politics. And I kind of thought, yeah, maybe I will go into politics. Maybe I will be the prime minister. At this time, I think it was John Key that was the PM. And I was kind of like, you know, bring back a female PM. And I was pretty passionate about it. I was like, you know, I'm going to do law and political science and I'm going to go down, go down that avenue. But then I kind of like, because I watched a lot of question time and, and spent a lot of time watching politics, especially with our grandparents who are kind of history buffs. And I was like, if that was something I would do, I wouldn't be what's called a career politician. So a career politician is like Chloe Swarbrick. So she's young and she's gone into it and she'll do that for you know X amount of years. Whereas you can be a politician like John Key, for example, who did his work and things and then went in in his 40s. So if I was to ever do politics, which I'm probably leaning less towards now than when I was a passionate little 16 year old um I'd, I'd go into it older once I have like a lot of work experience and kind of real world experience because I think that often makes you no disrespect to career politicians because no, totally. you're very smart yeah. and dedicated but from my perspective I do not think I have enough real world experience and exposure to New Zealand overall to go into politics and be a good politician but that's not something off the cards I don't think I'll ever be the prime minister I'm not opposed to um even if it's you know community politics like you know being like in the like a mayor or something like that in your town something you're more passionate about not opposed to doing something like that one day but the, the path I'm on right now is definitely kind of down the yeah. more privatized side. But yeah, no, that was that was a, that was a pretty funny ambition of mine. But when you're at school, you know, the teachers tell you do this, do that. And you're like, yeah, I will. <laughs> well, I think you don't understand how the world works so much yet. So we have. No. I know I'm the same. Where you think, oh, you can make all these dreams happen, and everything will be yeah, rosy yeah. and beautiful like a fairy tale. Yeah. And then you get into the real world, and it's not that you ever want to get jaded, but you understand that there are systems, mm. and then it's like, oh, I know Absolutely. that sounds like giving up. Oh, you just got to be a bit smart about it. I think. And, like, and I'm definitely still a dreamer, but I think like I've, I've realized what a few of my passions are. And then those are the things that I want to channel my energy into, you know, for the time being. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll just go with that. And then if you get to a point in your life where you're like, oh, like what you're doing isn't for me anymore, but you've built up a good career, then you can switch. Totally. You know? so, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I've learned. Everything you do helps you out and you know, nothing's a waste, even if you're in a job. Yeah. Someone's listening right now and they're like, oh, it'll honestly, all the skills you learn in different things and you're learning it now. I was feeling very stuck. You know, I was working in financial markets at an amazing firm. Like they're, you know, really highly regarded in New Zealand and Australasia. And a lot of people are stoked to have their grad jobs there. But for me, I don't want to work in financial markets long term. So I was thinking, gosh, like this is a good job, you know, decent salary. But is this what I want to be doing? No. And then you kind of feel ungrateful because you've got this great job in a a time where a lot of people don't even have work. But Mm. um, I just kind of stuck it out and did my best. And then when the right opportunity arose, I just went for it and, you know, luckily landed a new gig. I know what it's like to feel stuck and kind of without purpose um because that's how I felt for you know pretty much all of this year and it's not nice it's not nice kind of waking up every day and you just kind of you know another day another dollar sort of mentality mm. you just have to stay positive and 
and look for new opportunities and eventually you'll, you'll you know land the job or the career path you want to be in yeah. um, you just have to keep working hard yeah we always talk about self-care on the podcast and like self-care <laughs> is ever evolving ever changing no matter mm. what situation you're in you know yeah for sure and so what have you been doing lately obviously in those lockdown situations which Auckland has been in heaps over the last year or yep. two um obviously noted exercise it's a big one for me but aside from exercise there's lots of different things you can do for self-care I'm like naturally quite an anxious person um so I often get quite worked up and, and overwhelmed it's something I've kind of dealt with my my whole life really I think I was diagnosed with anxiety when I was about six or seven which is mm. pretty young but lucky to have, you know, parents that got on top of that so I could learn a lot of techniques just so I could grow up being a normal kid as such. Yeah, so I do a lot of kind of like deep breathing and I guess meditation. It takes you from your head into your body and it just makes you kind of connect with yourself. And because the issue with anxiety is that it's what I've learned actually from my naturopath I've had a couple of sessions with recently is people try and solve it in their head. And actually that's wrong because you kind of can't talk your head out of these you know, these awful feelings sometimes. So what you actually need to do is is connect with your body and yourself. Mm. And then it's amazing, it's amazing how quickly you can snap yourself out of it if you just sit down. Um, and it's great at home because you're not at work and it's like at work, if I sat there and did some deep breathing, people would be like, what the hell is she doing? But yeah. at home, you, you can sit there and, you know, do some really deep diaphragmatic breathing and, and really quickly just change your yeah. headspace. So um, oh. I've been doing a lot of that. It's been really helpful. I'm trying to eat quite clean as well. It's always get, good to get rid of um, additives like coffee and sugar um, when your anxiety is high. Haven't been drinking much. I think I've had. Oh, I drank on my last day of work and lockdown. Yeah, fair enough, bottle, mate. Bottle of bottle of verve, but um, ooh, ooh la yeah, la. Um, haven't, haven't really drank much in lockdown because I figured I'm, I'm I'm definitely a bit of a what you call party girl. Love a night out, but um, yeah. So eating pretty clean. Um, talking to my friends and family. That's a that's a really good one checking in, staying in touch. And that's about it, really. I mean, I take lots of supplements too, like magnesium yeah. and, you know, fish oils and just kind of putting all the good nutrients into my body. Yeah, yeah. trying to sleep. I'm not a great sleeper, but at least making sure that you're, like, resting if you're mm. not kind of having a, a deep eight hours each night. Yeah, that's my self-care routine. Everyone's is different, but yeah. that's what's working for me at the moment. Yeah. I think self-care, mm. honestly, and when we talk about it, obviously it's how you take care of yourself, but even sitting down and watching a show, I consider that can be self-care yeah. if that makes you Absolutely. feel good. You know, like, and the thing with <laughs> self-care is it's obviously looking after yourself, but it can change day to day, and it's really being able to tap into your body and knowing what your body needs yeah. that day. Yeah. And, yeah, like, there's so many things you can do. And, yeah, you're doing all the right things. And you're not yeah. alone. There's so many people that are feeling exactly the same right now. And that's what I think, yeah, even though it sucks because it doesn't, you know, everyone feels isolated and alone. I think when you go through things, and we understand what it's like, when you go through anxiety and things on your own, you can feel quite isolated. And while mm. it's not nice to go through this at the moment, at least in one way, a lot of people, even people who don't even usually experience anxiety, are. And yeah. so it's like, yeah. it's just that community thing where you go, okay, yeah, I'm not alone. Like, you know, you feel yeah. you feel a bit more, it just feels nice when you've yeah. often felt alone, right? I've had a few friends who are like pretty like what you what your class is neurotypical, right? Like really kind of grounded people. They don't really feel depressed or anxious very often. Um, have actually reached out to me saying like, I think I'm experiencing anxiety. And I was like, it's so interesting to me, like mm. someone describing it that's never felt it before because for me it's it's not a, not a day-to-day -day thing but it's like it's something I'm so used to yeah um so I mean it's, it's great in the sense that when you've gone through the shit you can actually help your mates and you know um give them little techniques and and support them so I mean as, as crippling as it is to have um you know panic attacks and things now and then 
um, it means that you can actually support people and be more empathetic, right? So yeah. happy times make you a make you a better friend and better yeah. better sister and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. so right. And I'm so proud of you. You're doing so well, Chicky. Honestly, oh, you're, so are you. You're like you're smashing <laughs> career goals. I'm like, yeah, girlfriend. I'm, I'm yeah. you know me. I'm very I'm a very proud sister. I'm a very yeah. loyal person, and uh, yeah, I'm very proud watching everything you do. And I'm always here for you. And yeah. And you're right. A lot of us who do understand and a lot of people who listen to this podcast connect because they understand it too. Mm. You do often feel really isolated, especially when it's something maybe some of us have experienced since we're little kids and we've actually managed pretty well. Um, I often say that people with anxiety have superpowers because to be able to Mm. function, high function and like do all the things we do and smash career goals. It's not Mm. a, it's not a weakness, but when you have it, it can be crippling and horrible, but they're saying now that I think it's one of the second most common thing nowadays. You know, there's like obesity. Yeah. And then second behind that now, apparently, I was listening to some podcast that was talking with some health experts and they were talking about the rise of anxiety and how common it is now, mm. you know? It's interesting, isn't it? And I think at architecture school too, um, it's like one in three people that do architecture have anxiety because it's, it's such a high pressure um, degree with, you know, great expectations in your first year and and then it's just constant project rollover. So it's no surprise that half of us were kind of, you know, popping pills to help with anxiety while <laughs> yeah. we were studying. Love a Pam um, fam, love a Pam fam. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of just one of those things. And it's interesting too, because I don't speak to everyone about my anxiety. Obviously my family know about it and then like closer friends and people I trust. It's one of those things that some people go when they find out, they're like, oh, but you're like quite put together and like, you know, pretty chilled out. And I am, that's still a side of me. Yeah. But there's also a side of me that's internal that um, is, you know, thinking about what happens in 50 years time and, <laughs> and thinking about, you know, thinking about like that thing I did, like yeah. when I was, when I was 16 that I regret, you know, so there's kind of like, there's kind of like the side of me, the, the exterior facade is very happy go lucky and, and chill. There's also the side of me that, that I have to work on and, you know, and it's getting a lot better as I get older. It's, it's the classic saying, you don't know what people are going through. Yeah. Especially like confident put together people could you kind of think oh sweet they've got it all you know um but just be kind to everyone because even people that appear to have their shit together um still have their battles and and whether you know i'm super grateful and i'm aware of my privilege like i've i've grown up in a you know um, family you know that's always provided for me and you know i went to university and was able to kind of you know better myself in that way i know so many people actually aren't in a position to go to uni because they need to work and support their families Mm. you know from when they're really young and that sucks, and I really feel for those people. So I, I'm very aware of my privilege and grateful for the the work and education opportunities I, I have. So you kind of think, why am I stressed about things? Why am I worried? Because in yeah. perspective, you know, there's so much poverty in New Zealand, and I'm not accustomed to that. Like I'm, you know, I eat as much as I want, and you know, I order new clothes, and it, it's it's kind of you, you do feel a bit like it's the perspective, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that you can't feel what you're feeling. Um, it doesn't mean that your feelings and your, you know, your negative feelings, it doesn't mean that they're not valid. So it's just about learning to, learning to live with them and flipping them into, into, you know, a good thing and into a strength. So, because I don't like the whole mentality of, um, when people say, I feel like it's common when you're young, if you're feeling depressed, it's like, oh, well, you know, think of the kids in Africa or something like, it's like, yeah, that sucks, but it doesn't mean that what you're feeling isn't important because we're all humans and we're all going through our own journeys for lack of a better word and it's just life and life's full of ups and downs and 
yeah, we just have to ride through it and, and be mindful of it. Yeah. yeah. Something, a couple of things that my I've had doctors and therapists tell me is that anxiety is a human, normal human emotion, just like, it is. Yeah. just, and this, when they said that to me, this is years back when I was having a rough time with it. And just like you feel happy or you feel sad, we feel worried and anxious. It's a primal reaction. Mm. And some of Absolutely. us are just wired to feel it more. And and I remember yeah. her saying to me, I, I can't even remember this doctor, but I wish I could because I just I was just so grateful that someone understood because so many people don't understand and think it's a no. weakness and think they treat you. That's why, you know, that's why we don't talk about it a lot because. No, people, not at all, especially at work. Even with your friends, mm. like they just don't, and it's not their fault. They just don't understand. So those of us who get it, we can stick together like a, like a cool club, you know, because we we can help each other mm. out yeah for me not telling my friends it's not because I don't want them to know it's more like I don't want them to think that if they have a problem they can't come to me because they're burdening me because despite having waves of anxiety I'm more than happy to always talk to my mates about their issues so I often don't tell people because I don't want them to think oh Francesca can't deal with that because she's overwhelmed with her own shit because that's not true right. no matter what I'm going through no matter what a bad headspace I'm in I'm 100% always there for my friends calls and problems I'd prioritize that over my own yeah. mental health you know I do that like a lot too and like, so yeah. that's kind of the main reason I don't don't overly discuss it and then the other the other reasons obviously work because like you said it's, it's seen as kind of a weakness in society so yeah I'm always very mindful that um I don't know, I want to be seen as kind of strong and confident and, and put together in the work environment because that's what, especially as a female, you know, that's what kind of gets you ahead. You don't want to appear as flighty and overly emotional because the traditional kind of female stereotypes that yeah. get shot down, I think, at work. Yeah. The thing I think yeah. as well is that it's not, I've always thought this, it's not a weakness. And that's no. why we have to hide it sometimes. And that's how people have learned to function and work and do cool things. And I remember someone saying to me, but you seem like a really confident person. And yeah, those yeah. things can, you can be a confident person and still have insecurities or have anxiety. Absolutely. Like I just yeah. think, because from understanding it, I'm like, well, you can be all of those things. Humans aren't just like one thing. We're multidimensional, right? We have lots of different mm -hmm. sides to us. Um, and yeah, like mm. you said before, you have no idea what's going on in someone's head, even if they seem strong and stuff they could be battling and and yeah that's just a normal human thing yeah um i think too like we've grown up with parents who are very outwardly good at you know being confident and happy and composed but then they've had their own struggles too so mm. i think we've learned that role modeling of it's not performing but it's it's um of putting on a good face oh, i certainly um, have I think, yeah yeah i think we've grown up with parents that do that and we've learned to do that as well yeah it's the yeah. kiwi way as yeah. well you know like get on with it don't make a fuss don't brag yeah. i think we're the kiwi nature as well we're so down to earth and i think for me it's the way i'm wired but also i'm always like oh someone else has got it worse off and so we kind of yeah. we do bury our own stuff sometimes and we don't want to make a fuss or you know yeah, like it's just absolutely. we're just so chill and it's always like no worries all good mate you know like yeah yeah don't but, worry about it yeah. yeah i think for me growing up as a dancer i used to and that i kind of did it in radio as well i can mm. i can still do it it's performance mode i don't think it's healthy sometimes like i, I learned that from sports as well for I, sure yeah. yeah like it's handy it's bloody handy when you need to switch mm. it on I remember going through a really rough time years back with some stuff this is when I first kind of started out in radio I had some really intense stuff happen and I was still on air I probably should have taken some mm. more time off it was stuff out, out of, it wasn't to do with me it was to do with an ex-partner who had some mental health issues and I was mm. my co-host couldn't believe it he was like you're bawling your eyes out and then on air and you're completely fine so on, yeah. you do it's performance mode I think a lot of us do it and it is a strength but I sometimes be like oh I just wish I didn't have to do this all the time because it's really tiring 
Yeah. yeah, I think we're seeing more and more in Australia and New Zealand, which do kind of have similar mentalities towards pushing down emotions and not discussing them. I think we're seeing in media, at least, more people kind of expressing what they're going through and you know opening up about their issues or crying on air and things. And I think that's a good thing um, because, like you said, people just push it to the side and pretend they're fine when they're not. And it's like, actually, these are issues that a lot of Kiwis are going through. So it's good to see people in the public eye discussing them. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Because, yeah, we understand, like, as a teenager or I had an eating disorder and I had some pretty rough patches and, mm. and you were, like, younger than me and I was having panic attacks. I didn't know what they were. Mm. And um, and you, I remember you were, the, you were the sweetest and you were such a little angel. <laughs> you, like, put me in a bath and you made me feel better and it was so yeah. lovely. So I'm really glad that because we understand and we, we have even more of a connection, you know, like, like yeah. you said, people who understand. Thing, you know? Like I was like, what? I was like, you were probably 18 or so. And I was like 12 and I knew what to do with someone having a panic attack because I had been there myself, mm. um, which is pretty bizarre to think that a 12 year old knew how to, knew and, how to do that. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people don't know what that, when you have them, like I've had heaps of them over the years and, mm. and I've had housemates and friends had them over the years as well. And they've literally called an ambulance and gone to the hospital because yeah, they thought people they were, do, right? people thought they were having a heart attack and going to die. And I was like, because yeah. I understand, I'm like, yeah, it, like it's full on. I've had times where I've it's had I've yeah. had to hold on to stuff around me because I feel like the yeah. ground is going to swallow me up and I'm go- I'm, I'm a goner. Yeah. Like, it's a lot better these days, um, but it can hit you even out of nowhere sometimes, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, my, I, I've really got a grasp on things. The, the older I get and the more I actually put time into exploring these feelings it gets better but yeah no um, if anyone has experienced a panic attack they'd know how strong it is it's it's pretty it's pretty surreal um it's a really surreal experience I wouldn't wish it upon anyone no, to be honest no. um not kind of something to take the piss out of because it's, it's not nice and it's not like you have it and then you're fine it's kind of like the next few days I'm kind drained of, yeah. yeah you're tired and I think because your, your adrenaline goes right up yeah when you're in that kind of state of panic um that then you crash and you actually mm. feel quite down it's a bit of it's a bit of a cycle. I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely science behind it that I've looked into, um, which kind of you know yeah. it makes you feel a bit more normal when you kind of look at the look at the science of it all. But yeah, it, it's not nice. So if you do have friends or yourself that have panic attacks, definitely talk to like you know a psychotherapist or a naturopath yeah. or doctor about it because um they'll just help you come up with strategies and help you kind of realize what's going on in your body and and um what hormones are spiking and 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 how to kind of combat it. And for me, I'm quite like a science-based person that understanding of it makes it it kind of makes it a thing that I can observe as opposed to mm. like something that's happening to me everyone's different but I mean I think it's definitely good to get professional advice on um, oh definitely like go to yeah. the professionals yeah. and I can put some links yeah. in the show notes so if you need um 1737 or even go to your GP that's always the first point of GPs call GPs are actually a, a good GP will will know what to do and also refer know you on yeah. Point you. Yeah. yeah yeah there's actually sure. a technique I wanted to share quickly while you're talking about that it's actually I was a bit overwhelmed the other night and I was worrying about everyone mm. else in the world and like Mm-hmm. I wasn't sleeping and um, my boyfriend did, I think it's a cognitive thing. He was like, it's called mm-hmm. think. And literally yep. he said one thing and it completely, he's like, is it mm. truthful? I was like, nah, it's not. And I was like, no. instantly I was, I was out of my little overwhelmed thing. The next yeah. one, H is helpful. Is it helpful? Is this helpful to mm. you or anyone else? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? And the truthful one, usually you only need the truthful one. You're like, you know, whatever you're worrying about, I'm a failure or I'm this. And is, is it true? Mm. Nah, you're not a failure, yeah. mate. Like you're you're doing good stuff. Mm. Yeah. 
Oh, the other good. good one, like if you want to get out of your head, is, is so simple. It's called um, four, seven, eight. So you breathe in for four quite deep breaths, and then you breathe out for seven, and then you hold for eight. And if you mm. do that, like quite slowly, and you do it, and you kind of, I mean, close your eyes if you want to, and you kind of do that for, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes, and you sit there, you will feel like so different yeah. because you're getting so much oxygen into your brain and you're boosting around that circulation. You'll open your eyes and you'll just feel so zen and so good. So that's um that's yeah. a super easy one. But if you can do it like for a proper proper 10 minutes or so, like at the end of the day, or like when you're feeling a bit, bit freaked out, um, that's a really effective method of just getting all the blood and oxygen flowing. Apparently the fastest way to calm your body down, and it will tell your body it's safe, Another one, yeah. I'm always on. I do love a coffee, but pet tea, <laughs> honestly, I know like, yeah. we always talk about it on my Insta and my pals and stuff on there. You know, we're the pep tea crew. Mm. You toddle off to bed with your little peppermint yeah. tea up off Nana's yeah, off to caffeine, bed. Caffeine's not, caffeine's not good for anxiety, so um, I don't drink a lot of caffeine in general because I'm kind of naturally energetic anyway. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just lots of water, um, tea. I do, I mean, I'm a bit of a sucker for juice. Um, bit of OJ. But, I find sparkling um, yeah. water really good. Um, I've talked to other people about this who have anxiety, or even if you've got a hangover, the bubbles in the sparkling mm. water do something. And I'm I'm not an expert on it, but when I'm yeah <laughs> when I'm anxious or a bit stressed or overwhelmed, yeah, whatever it is, drink mm. some drink a little bit of sparkling water if you like it. You know, I'm yeah. Like, well, carb- carbonate carbonated drinks like Coke as well. Like when you have a sore stomach, they kind of like settle your stomach. Oh. So it'll be the, it'll be the carbonation. But um. Yeah. I love juice, you know. That's my that's my love life. A little, what, what's your go-to yeah. juice, mate? Like if I'm if I'm being bougie, like I'll get like a freshly squeezed orange juice. Ooh. But if I'm being a bit naughty, like just juice or like you know, like oh, that's a, not naughty, like tropical, mate. Tropical tropical punch or something. You're you not, know, like a little bit. You're not sticking your finger in a raro, mate. You're all good. <laughs> I'm pretty much um, I'm pretty much a child still, but yeah, that's what happens when you become an adult and like you do your own shopping and it's like <laughs> shit. No one's telling me what to do. Like yeah, I can no. buy whatever I want. I don't like going to pack and save a level four because it's so busy, but I, I wanted to do a big shop. I know it's a bit cheaper. I went there the other day and I just bought so many snacks. Like I, I, I went rogue. Like I bought like shapes and oh, no, bought, all good. Um, we're all doing it. I need a mum to tell me what to do sometimes. It's one of the first things I do when I go into a lockdown is I stock up on snacks. And then as it, I, I yeah. try to eat pretty clean and healthy, but then as I go on, I eat more clean because you kind of yeah. get over the bit. Nah, snacks are a go-to. You need little treaties to get you. Know, what's been your go-to There's snacks? There's so many deals at Pack and Save, oh. you know, like two footballs and things. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. So, um, you just, yeah, stay away from that snack aisle if you're in Pack and Save. Far out. <laughs> <laughs> Have there been any products or anything that you've really been liking lately? Any new stuff that you've seen or you're enjoying? I mean, I bought a lot of like nice new makeup before lockdown, but I haven't really been wearing it. But like a really nice um, Laura Mercier um, tinted moisturizer. And usually I'll just chuck on um, that and like a bit of the Drunk Elephant de Bronzy and an SPF base and you know, I'm good to go for the day. Yeah. I also got the, um, I really love like cream makeup products. Like I got the Mecca Max, they're like the Clinique chubby sticks. So oh, yeah. you um, put like the cream blush on your cheeks and then bronzer, then you just kind of blend it out. But on your nose, that looks really nice. I've also got super into um, soapy my brows. I don't know if you've Ooh, seen this trend. So yeah. you, get your, you get your spoolie and I mean, some people buy like really expensive brow soap, but you don't need to because it's soap. So I've been using, <laughs> um, I've been using like the classic pears, you know, soap, um, the one that your grandma had in her, in her, <laughs> in her bathroom. So yeah. you get that, and you can either just use it from the actual soap bar, or you can like melt it down into a nice tin if you want it to be more aesthetic. But I just, I just use it off the bar, and you essentially just get quite a like strong spoolie, and you just scrape across and push your brows up um, and whether you put gel on top or not, they just give them a really nice shape and they kind of sit for the day. So 
that bit of mascara, yeah, mate. good to go. But it's a good chance to take care of your skin a little bit too because, you know, mm. everyone... I've definitely been doing more skincare and less makeup in lockdown, which has been, it's been interesting to kind of actually like see what my skin looks like because I've worked corporate, so I always wear makeup to work. So it's interesting to actually see like, oh, there's blemishes on my skin that I don't normally see because like... I always have it covered and then I wash it at the end of the day and go to bed. So yeah. it's interesting to see how your skin actually reacts to different foods and things. But yeah, I've been doing lots of face masks, you know, just kind of treating treating myself and yeah. wearing lots of serum. And yeah, I luckily actually right before the day, oh no, it was the day of lockdown. I went to Sephora um, and got um, some nice serums and, and oh, things nice. like that. That was quite good timing really. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little thing to do if you can, your skincare. Um, and you know, people like skincare, self-care, it's a little bit superficial, but I think just taking that yeah. time for yourself and, and taking care of yourself and mm. it's nice, you know, like I am an absolute skin skincare junkie. A, skin is such a big thing for men and women or, you know, all genders. It's such a big thing for your confidence levels. Like mm. I know so many, even guys who will, you know, they'll feel crap if they've got, you know, blemishes and then they can't, well, they can, but a lot of guys don't wear makeup, obviously. Mm. So, you know, and they'll be more self-conscious about it than you think. So it's, it's a big thing about how you feel if you wake up and you've got like a pimple or, you know, a breakout of rosacea or something. And it's it's a massive thing for confidence, I think. So it's, it's important to look after your, your skin because your face is your, your kind of mask. It's your money society, maker. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the money maker for sure. Um, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the hair's an issue in lockdown though. Like, oh. look at these roots. Oh my God. I was meant to get my hair, I, I'm naturally a dark brunette, but I've got dyed blonde hair and I was meant to get my hair done the week we went into level four oh, and no. I've, I've got like at least like two inches of, of dark roots right now. It's a bit horrendous. Yeah, it can be okay. like that sometimes. Hey, you're like, are we coming out of this a brunette or like what's the situation, yeah. you know? I had a moment where I was kind of like considering bleaching no, my hair. No, 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 my no, friend, don't. My friend, yeah, my friend who's a hairdresser was kind of like, don't you dare, like the amount of um, fix up she has to do. And then I had a moment being like, do I go back to brunette again? No, like, no, 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 no. All this money I've spent on my hair. Like, do we're, not. We're keeping it. I've said that on air a couple of times. I'm like, guys. Things may be dire, but do not do not touch your hair. Don't like, touch don't, your hair. Yeah. You know, it's it's a bit of regrowth. Maybe wear a hat. You could repart it. I don't know. Everyone's <laughs> in the same boat. Yeah. They say that a little zigzag part can make it look a bit. I heard a uh, hairdresser talking about it, so you can, you know. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah mine's so stuck. I mostly tie my hair up as well, which makes it look like in lockdown, which makes it look even worse. Yeah. So today I thought I'd wear it out for video recording. Well, I've <laughs> I've, I've been the same working through, and like honestly, I today I actually washed and, and dried my hair this morning and. During COVID times, you know, that feels, in a lockdown, that feels bougie. I feel like I've been to the salon just does. from washing my hair. Even like shaving your legs, you know, oh. you're like, oh, look at me go sort I of know. thing. Yeah, I bought, I was in the bathroom, but I bought some of that moisturiser from Mecca, the Brazilian bum bum cream. Oh, which is like I that real bougie that kind of coconut. I thought I'd, you know, use it to mitigate the hives. So, um, <laughs> so I was putting that on last night. And I was like, this is so luxury. And I, and I moved out into the lounge and my flatmates were, were watching, like, the, the rest of the All Black. They're like, oh, you smell so good. I was like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Dals. It's nice, to, it's nice to treat yourself with yeah, a few luxury goods. Definitely. Make your body be fresh.
Yeah, mm. and a little hack for if you like that bum bum cream and you're like, oh, it's too expensive. A little hack, which is a good one that you actually, you and your friends, um, I found out about through you, you can buy the body mm. spray and it's not that expensive. Because yeah. I was like, I'm often too lazy to moisturize my body all the time. Probably yeah. should do it more often, but I just get too busy and it's like, I just forget. Mm. Face, though, however, yeah. you know, oh, we're doing that every day, mm. but your body, when you're busy. Um, and if you want to smell like that spray, uh, all the, yeah, the body it, spray is great. It's only about $30 and it, it smells amazing. ages People, too, yeah. 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 People are always like, what is that? And it's kind of, you can be, I mean, you, you can be a bit more generous with it than you can yeah. with like perfumes. Another good moisturizer that I really like is it's just the Vaseline, like, um, I think it's like the kind of cocoa one. That's a really nice one um, if you're into moisturizing your legs, you know. One of my favorites, a bit like that, is that Palmer's Cocoa Butter. It's an oh, OG. Yeah, a lot that. of us have been using yeah. it since high school, buying it at Farmers yeah. with your Farmers Beauty Club. I remember mum used to always say when we used to oh. use it, oh, you smell like chocolate milkshakes. Like <laughs> it does kind of smell like a McDonald's oh, chocolate milkshake, it. but like in, in the best sort of way. And it's yeah. thick on your skin. Like it just feels, it really yeah. like, yeah. And another one I love, I'm obsessed with everything Zoe Foster Blake does one of my absolute heroes mm-hmm. of life um take all my money i'll buy all your things but yeah. uh the the skin party i'm pretty sure it's called skin party the body moisturizer it's a little bit spinny but if you just use a little bit it lasts okay. ages it's yeah. a little treat i bought it for myself when i was working all over summer and didn't have a break and i was like well i'm gonna nice. buy myself a little treat because i'm not having a summer break yeah yeah i use her um i use her go-to face hero but uh, yeah i haven't tried that one yet yeah yeah the face hero oil is really good i also mm. Love. The, I actually have gotten onto the oil cleanser as well. I didn't love it at first, yep. and then I gave it another round, and I I bought like heaps I of them. I love now. an oil cleanser. I've got yeah. dry skin, so like as much oil as I can push into my pores is like a good thing for me. Oh yeah, one more beauty hack that we love. We both collectively use this one is the Clinique Moisture Surge Tinted Moisturizer. Like Seventy-two hour oh, intense or something. Yeah, it's really good. I went through. I often go through with different products and test heaps of them till I find the best one. And yeah. for that, I really like that because it's got quite a. Th- you don't need heaps of it but it's quite a thick coverage yeah your skin looks really glowy i really love that one yeah mm. people always yeah ask that's me. my that's my go-to moisturizer as well yeah, yeah people often ask what i'm wearing and that's generally it. if i am wearing any i often go bare face these days i'm just like sometimes you're just a bit busy to put anything on but you it's pee, you know yeah, yeah. usually in the studio so it's just a little bit of all my <laughs> all my layers of skincare and then into it but yeah now absolutely we're all watching a heap of stuff, you know, especially during a lockdown. Watch watch time goes up like crazy, you know, listening to things, mm. reading things. So what have you been watching? I guess, like, I'm probably a bit of a random one. I watch lots of weird stuff. I've started season three of Sex Education, which is, like, one of my all-time favourite shows. It's so good. So I've watched, I think, up to the third episode. I'm trying not to binge it. I'm trying yeah. to let myself enjoy it. But it's so funny. It's already so out the gate. So I definitely recommend that. I've been watching a lot of sport, um, like the US Open. Um, I love love tennis. Um, it's been cool having the All Blacks on. Um, bit of golf masters, bit of the Premier League. <laughs> Just all things Sky Sport. Um, I rewatched Shit's Creek. Oh, um, I started is, watching it's just, that. It's just funny and easy. So I rewatched that. I watched the second season of Outer Banks, which is like a classic kind of like surfy, you know, teen show. Season two of Never Have I Ever, which is kind of like a Netflix teen show, which is pretty, um, pretty funny. Um, what else have I been watching? <laughs> I've been re- reading a bit and like listening to audiobooks. So I read Grown Ups and then listened to Sushi for Beginners, which are both by oh, cool. um, Marion Keys. So she's a really good author. 
Um, because we've got Audible, so you get like um a couple of audio books a month and the subscription ones. That's really handy because you yeah. can like, listen to it while you're, while you're doing stuff, like while you're walking or cleaning or whatever. And then I just listened to a book of a movie I saw a few years ago. It's got a really long name. It's called The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. What? And it's um it's a really good book. It's written in letters. It's post-World War II, and it's a essentially a kind of a romancy story about this group of friends who they live on Guernsey, which is in the English Channel, and it's about their experience um, with the German occupation because Nazi Germany took over the Isle of Guernsey. Um, but they're in a book society, so it's really funny, and they kind of talk about how books got them through the war, and it's really heartfelt and quite romantic, but also has those kind of heavy historical themes about what actually happened there. So I definitely recommend that for people who want to read something about the war, but it's not too dire. It's got some kind of heartfelt elements to it, but it still has the serious kind of things that make you go, as well. So that was really good. Nice. Um, I need to pick my next, my next audio book. I listened to a lot of music. Wasn't a big, as an OG Kanye fan, wasn't overly thrilled with Donda. Oh, I know. <laughs> good on him. He's on his journey, right? He's, yeah. uh, he's on his but bring back, you know, bring back like kind of graduation. Oh, gee, and, yeah. And, um, dark Twisted Fantasy, that kind of era of Kanye yeah. was, that's okay. Um, Drake's new album is just another Drake's new album, but it, it's okay. It's much the same as his other stuff. A lot of TikTok inspired music, eh? TikTok's a good place to find things. Yeah, you love There's your TikTok, called, don't you? Yeah, there's this artist called Pink Pantheress who's quite cool. So she kind of has some some cool music. Um, I listen to bit of soul and jazz so oh, Leon yeah. Bridges he's he's really cool he has a new album called Gold Digger Sounds which is like really funky so listen to that but I make my own playlists you know I've got um I've got a playlist for every mood at the moment um, I've got Dinner Party 3.0 so I've made a few Dinner Party playlists and 3.0 is pretty good it's public if you want to listen to it I made one called Vibe in Lockdown um, and the cover art um the cover art's a photo of Ashley Bloomfield um and it just kind of it's a kind of good vibe song so you kind of yeah. just listen to it and just pop around Oh, Naughty's Bops, which is like really just, you know, like a bit of Usher and kind of good oh, R&B from the early Naughty. Yeah, don't we just. Um, a lot of R&B. I made one called Wake Up Vibing. So it's like music you listen to when you get out of bed to just kind of put you in a good mood. Yeah, some yeah. Good, good stuff you're consuming. And back to sex education, I've been watching oh, that yeah, as well. Yeah. And I'm the same. I think I'm up to episode four and I'm like, Belle, do not binge this because if you haven't watched the show, it is such a good show. It's based mm. in the UK. Gillian Anderson's the mum and then... Yep. There's these really great characters. It's quite woke. I love how, yeah, yeah. I lo- it's it's really diverse. It's woke, but it's so, it's this high school. It's set in high school, but it's so good. It's like inspiring. They're all finding their way. I'm really liking how the females are often like telling guys if they don't like something with sex yeah. or making them wear a condom. It's uh, it's really cool. I love it. And I love Lily with her, but I love all of them. I love Eric. Eric is one of my favorite characters. Eric's great. The cool thing about it too is even though it's a modern show, you know, with very modern themes and it's set in this day, but mm. the um, outfits and set design and music is very kind of like 80s, yeah. um, which is quite cool. So it kind of feels like an 80s film almost, like with the kind of cool tunes and that sort of era of like new wave music, but then it's actually a modern show. So it's it's very like whoever has done the set and costume oh, design it. and stuff is very very clever it's a, it's an awesome show like so definitely if you haven't watched it watch all three seasons what a yeah, treat i know well, i um, might have to go back and watch i mean i've watched it but that's the thing we've been waiting for uh season three for ages it was held yeah. up because a lot of covid and everything so it's yeah. just so out the gate funny too like like just like it's very sexually explicit obviously so yeah. maybe don't watch it you know with with your conservative mother but like it's um, but it's not it's, in a, like it's a just, 
It's not in like a grotty no, way. It's know. just like natural no. and, and cool. And I love Amy. If you're listening to the show, you'll relate. I think Amy's really yeah. cute. And Eric, I just yeah. love how he, he's just amazing. And he laughs at things when like, he's like me. He would laugh at things when it's awkward. And he just I love what he laughs. Yeah, I yeah. do that all the time. I always laugh when something like bad happens. And yeah. It's just my nervous reaction. Same. Yeah. But he's really no, funny. It's a, great, it's a great show. Like I literally, we were like pissing ourselves watching. Um, I don't know if you, you watched I don't want to spoil it, but they um they have like a swing band and they did a song in episode oh, three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hysterically funny. It was like um, peaches, it, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was the it was the, I don't know if I can say this. It was the sucking on my titties song. It was just <laughs> it was just it was just such a funny cover. Yeah. Like, I'll probably rewatch that because yeah. like me and my flatmates were just in pits of laughter. It was yeah. so good. And think it's yeah. like a choir like singing the song and yeah. Yeah, like with trombones and stuff. It was so funny. Yeah, it's and, a good show. It's very very clever. Yeah, and yeah. also as soon as I saw the feature for season three, uh, Jessa from Girls is the principal, but she's re- I thought she was gonna be mm. cool at first, and she's I don't she's mean. She's so she's a bit of a villain. Yeah. yeah she's trying to yeah. she's trying to break their stride. She's trying to, you know, she's trying to them... conform the school. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we won't give too much away, but definitely if you want a good show to watch, check out Sex Education. There are three seasons you can watch on Netflix. So many other things you can watch as well. Mm. Um, you like did you like the Gossip Girl reboot? Yeah, no, I, I liked it towards the end. I think because I'm like, I loved Gossip Girl and school, you know, despite how controversial Gossip Girl is from, from the 2021 view. I grew up watching that as a teenager and, you know, loved it, you know, binged that series yeah. over and over again so many times. Read the books, actually, when I was about 13. So the first, when the, you know, new one came out, I obviously judged it because I was like, this isn't the same. But of course, it's not the same. It's, it's, a, it's a reboot and it's more woke and it's, yeah. you know, it's a 2021 show. But towards the, because they've released six episodes, I think, um, and then they're doing the other six. Yeah. And the last couple of episodes were quite good. They've kind of got more of a storyline and a bit more of the drama. I loved it. Mm. And then I was like, okay, they've done six episodes I just like to watch things it's part of my job as soon as they come out I love it and mm. so I was like well where are the other ones and apparently they'll be out <laughs> in America in November so hopefully we can watch them around the right. same time yeah it's when a bit you have of a to... tease when you've kind of seen half a series and you're waiting for the other half or if you binge like 30 episodes of something in a weekend and you're like oh god what have I done with my life yeah literally what have I done <laughs> <laughs> am I even a human anymore what have I done Hey, thanks so much for coming to have a chat. It was really great to have you on. I really wanted to do this, you know, sort of like what's happening in your group chat with your mates. And I've got some other cool friends I can get on as well. I have some, you know, some of my friends like Ali and Anna. They've got outrageous stories and just relatable and and great gals. So, yeah, I really appreciate having you on. It was lovely. No worries. Hope I get a good edit, you know, for all the fans. For, uh, you know, mum and dad, those are my fans. Um. Yeah, I actually thinking about getting dad on. I've never had a guy on the podcast, and that's not from a. Oh. I'm not being sexist. It's just it's been a very like I make you content get, um, for millennial woman. You should get our brother on. He'd be funny. Nah, I love my, our brother. Obviously, <laughs> I went and saw him yesterday. He was uh, building something for our auntie and uncle. I took him up a Fanta because I was like, "What's his favorite? It's his favorite. Whose favorite soft drink is Fanta?" I quite like no Fanta. Offense, too. I, but... think I have that in common. It's, it's like, not my favourite, but, like, often if I'm getting, like, McDonald's at, like, 2.30am, you know, in town, I'll get, like, chicken nuggets and a Fanta maybe. Right, okay. Um, so I think he and I he and I have that in common. Yeah, because it's mm. the opposite of what I would have. Because I remember, when, you know, when you're a kid and you have something and it makes you sick and then you're, like... You don't yeah. like orange, yeah. No, yeah. mum told me I was allergic to it because every time I had Fanta, uh, which was, like, twice at kids' birthday parties, I would vomit. 
And you know me, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a, you're a big chucker. I'm a bit of a spewer. I've got a wee sensitive tummy, little tum tum. But uh, yeah, so I've never had it. So when he said that, I was like, of course it is. It's the opposite of what I would have. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I thought dad would be great because dad's got real good, solid, grounded dad advice. He's also quite funny, so it could be a bit of a lull. Get the whole fam on, you know, and then we can compare whose is the best. Well, obviously, <laughs> yeah, be mine. You guys could, yeah. All right, who's the competitive ones in the family? Hey, you're like, I'm going to say, yeah. I always, I always appoint myself as the um, unspoken head of the family. So, um, oh, do you just the little, <laughs> yeah, do. the youngest yeah. of the family? Hey, yeah, I'm the baby. Everyone loves me the most. <laughs> oh, that's so how it is. It's so annoying. Yeah, the oldest is response. Like you get told off for anything that the youngest does, and you're like, oh my god. They get away with so much yeah, more than definitely. we ever did. Yeah, I'd always been crying and then Seb would get in trouble. Classic. Oh, yeah. poor middle child. Eh? You've got to feel for the middle children out there. You know? Yeah, the only boy between two girls, too. That's pretty rough. He's mum's yeah. favourite, though, hey? I reckon. Low oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, he's such a mummy's boy. Yeah. Mum just like mothers and their sons. Eh? There's, there's, there's something weird going well, they, on there. They came around for a dinner. So at the moment, I'm doing a contract in the city where my mum is in Wellington. And I, I still live technically in Auckland. I've got my house there, everything. And I was coming down for a contract. Promise it was pre. I uh, didn't do what those other people have done. I've come down and everything. I have to be very careful when I explain that at the moment because I don't want everyone mm. to think I've come down from Auckland. You but, arrived um, on the you, you yeah. arrived on the day that lockdown got announced. Yeah, so I was yeah. coming down to do a contract for radio and the plan was to obviously be based here during the week but then come back to Auckland a couple of times a month and it's okay like I'm I'm fine I'm grateful but that's even though I'm in Wellington I feel like my life and my mind I'm very mindful of what's going on in Auckland right now so even though I'm down here mm-hmm. I feel like I'm still up there it's really strange to explain but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah. No. Nice for you to be around the family though I think I'm definitely missing that this time around because last year in lockdown I was you know living at mum's and you know, had all my Wellington buddies around yeah, and, and, and I we went, you know, you're, you're out of level four more quickly down there. Yeah, it is, it is a bit different kind of being on the other side of it this time around. But hey, fingers crossed we're on the way down yeah. um, as more and more people get vaccinated. So yeah, hopefully it's onwards and upwards. Thanks yeah. so much, Chicky. You smashed it. No worries. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here, you know. <laughs> It's funny because mum's always like, when are you going to have me on? And then one day I said, oh, okay, come on. And she's like, oh, nah, 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 you know. Yeah, I was wondering when I get my invite, you know. It's been a, been a couple of years and was, here I am. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Club podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We're an independent podcast and you can support us by subscribing on your go-to podcast app. Click follow on Spotify. Leave a five-star glowing review. Show us where you're listening. Maybe you're out for a pretty walk. Uh, or screenshot and post on your Instagram story and tag us in it at Self Love Club Podcast so we can see and share. Share with your friends, sisters, workmates, everyone. Delve into our backlog and enjoy listening. You can find us and follow at Self Love Club Podcast. I'm Abel Crawford and we'll catch you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.